What role does mindset play in learning agility? That's the question we're going to explore today with our guest, Ms. Seria Kongsampong, or as we call it here at SEAC, Dr. K. She's a rock star certified coach, senior consultant here at SEAC on successor development, change leadership, coaching culture, and team performance. Dr. K, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for inviting me to come back to this program again. I've, I've interviewed you a few times. It's <laughs> always an amazing experience for me, so I, I'm really excited. Now, I, I want to get right into the, the heart of this. In learning agility, it's a trend that we are hearing a lot about right now. And from a lot of organizations, you see them really pushing for wanting to know more about learning agility or trying to implement some type of agile learning mindset in their company. Can you help us to understand why it's really taken off with organizational leaders? Yeah. Um, my clients ask me um, a lot how to you know, make their organization more agile, okay? So in terms of like learning agility, when, when we really try to understand this, there are learning and agility, mm -hmm. okay? I, I address the word agility first from the organizational perspective. So in all company, you know, they need to be agile. And previously when we talk about this, we address about change, right? Because all the company, we need to adapt, adjust to change. Otherwise, you do or die, mm. right? The thing is that the word agility, it, it has been, you know, getting more and more, um, you know, talking, you know, in organizations because because of these days, we're facing a lot of, you know, changes, which we call disruption. I mean, like, you know, many companies address about that. And and my client asked me as well, you know, um, how can we address disruption in a simpler term? I mean, without like really academic thing. And I say, well, disruption, it's, it's like change, but it's much, much faster by 10 times, 100 times. And because of digital, that's why, you know, now speed is critical. And what kind of attribute of people in organization empower us to cope with that speed of change, which means agility. So that's why we talk a lot, you know, about the word agility. That's, that's when I see it, why we got to be agile, mm -hmm. okay? The second one is that we have different perspective of agility. What about learning? What does it come up, you know, in, in this disruption era? Uh, I think learning as well, it, you know, we heard it a lot in organization, okay? So, well, in organization, we arrange the program, we train people, we invite them to learn more. However, there's some like differences, you know, with the word learning these day compare, you know, to the previous day. Mm. For example, well, learning this day, you know, it doesn't mean that we learn from getting information. Okay, which means like we have different term. Like when I introduce the learning to my clients, I say, well, we have a variation for you to learn today. You can be, you can set yourself in the mode of learning, which learning means like you, you get new information, something that you don't know. Okay, you take the information in. For, for some of you, maybe you have come across this topic before. Some information might come across as something you've known and it's different. So hold that first. Don't blow it away because you are in the mode of unlearn. Because unlearn, it's like, you know, you try to challenge yourself about the previous or the old notion you learned before that isn't still valid for today or even tomorrow. 
so you can still you know make yourself learning in any way, learning and learn, and it works so well with my client with executive level because they've learned a lot, and sometimes they sit in a session with like, okay, what's new information we're gonna learn today? I say, well, maybe not information, but you'll be insightful if you set yourself in the mode of holding something, some piece of information that is contrary to what you've learned before. So I, I, I invite them to be in that mode. And again, to learn, to unlearn, to relearn, it tells a person attribute to be agile. You can be in any pace. So learning is anytime. Learning is anywhere and in any mode. That's how I you know, see the word learning agility. That's a lot. There's a lot there, Kay. You said the word unlearn. How important is unlearning information as you're improving your knowledge? So unlearn, it's like lots of time when we come across with a, some piece of information that is contradict to what we know before, okay? And we are still in learning mode. Usually when we already know, it's, it's frame us as a part of the mindset, right? And if we know some new piece of information that is different, usually human nature reject, right? For sure. For sure, yeah. It's a part of the mindset that frame us. But if you set yourself in unlearn mode, you will get the new insight of the same piece of information because you can look at it deeper, okay? So that's why I invite, you know, my, my clients to, you know, be open. Even that piece of information contradict to what you've learned before. So you learn something in a new perspective or even deeper that still increase, you know, the learning you've got. I'm still trying to unlearn the fact that Pluto's not a planet. So I struggle with this all the time. <laughs> but you know, it's true. Sometimes if we know something, our context doesn't allow us to, to unlearn the, the outdated information and take in the new. That's a very, very valid thing. The other thing you talked about was the speed because everyone's changing. We have this disruption going on. How does learning agility play into that speed to outpace mm -hmm. change or to, to keep up with the disruption? Yeah. Um, in organizations uh, these days, like for some research like Global McKinsey, they say, well, the pattern we learned in the mm -hmm. old days was spend the first 15 to 20 years in, you know, formal education. And we finished like undergrad and we start to enter the workforce and we spend another 40 years, you know, working until we retired. Without, you know, many much replenish about the knowledge, that's okay. But these days, because of disruption, because something, you know, come up so fast, something, you know, contrary to what you've learned before, they say that the competency along the way, 30% will be, you know, out of date within the four years. So think about it. If you have a set of knowledge or skill and you don't replenish it, so you lose 30% every four years. And you can't, you know, work effectively and high, with high performance with, you know, that old skill, which is obsolete. It's a scary number. It is. It is from the research. And that's why, you know, people need to be agile. They need to keep, you know, learning and learning and learning all the time. That's why the attribute is the agility. Because the agility is, I think it's a qualification that comes from individual. Not anyone could push you or force you to be agile. Right? And that's the reason why we got to cope with the speed. Because it's not obsolete. You got to unlearn, you know. Okay, let me give you ex a similar example of the unlearn. Please. Unlearn the way we use the mobile phone, right? Unlearn the way we drive from one place to the other place. They always said, I open the map, and that's how I'm getting used to it. 
But these days, you know, with the Google map, something you need to unlearn the old way. Did you, you know, find direction, and that's how you come up with a new learning. So I will be you know, more play, be more playful with the digital. We access the new thing. We open a new way, new habits. We we unlearn the old way that we order food. Now we use like in Thailand, we use like you know Grab. We use okay. like Line Man, and the old day. Oh, I I cannot go out, so I wait for a delivery. Mm. That's all the unlearn. So it changed the way we used to be, and believe me or not, it's it's struggling, but it's a process we need to go through. Because for me, when I conduct session with my clients, well, learning it's fun when you learn something new, right? Yeah. But unlearn is like. We need to change the way you know we understand discerning, and you feel struggling. And I'm I'm saying like if you feel like that, it's okay, because you try to unlearn. Otherwise, you know you don't have a new way of working. You don't have a new way of living. You just you know be in the old day. That's how unlearn help us a lot. Yes, and and it's funny because the thirty percent in four years. So if you're not unlearning and being agile enough to learn new things, mm-hmm. not only are you not speeding up. You're slowing mm-hmm. down by that thirty percent per four-year sure. period. So mm-hmm. it looks like everyone's moving faster, and maybe they are, but you're also just moving slower. Yeah. Simple example, and I, I I work with client in the field is like, for example, like some leader that try to you know support their team members, and the old day you know like especially for for like Thai, we are getting used to being taught. So we, we tend to use the old way, like you know, teaching, telling, which doesn't fit to the new generation, right? Because mm-hmm. they already have information. What they need is help. They need someone to ask them a good question, provoke that thought. They want the insight, not information. And if you don't unlearn the old way, you know, we try to teach someone while they don't want, you know, the information or teaching. So that's why I say unlearn. It's important as well. Yeah, because the more you can unlearn, the more you can access it in a new way, you know, mm. and, and adjust yourself. So what, what are some of the ways that you can actually get, uh, adjust yourself so that you can unlearn and, and be more agile in your learning? Okay. Well, as I've told you, I, I noticed my clients like, unlearning process is struggling. And I say, you are right. <laughs> okay. And something that will invite you to be more unlearned is like the, 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 the sense of, You know, having curiosity, because mm. if you want to know, you're curious. You have question, and you tend to go out and explore more naturally. If you're not curious, I already know. I have like 20 years experiences. No need to know more. You just spoke, speak out like 30% of the whole story. I get it. Then I don't learn anything. So be curious will help you to unlearn easily. Mm. Okay, and hold withhold your assumption. That's another thing. This one, you're fighting with yourself. Mm. That's true. That's not true. No, it's not what I used to do before. Maybe it didn't work. Who knows? So you need to be open, and then you unlearn the whole thing, and you're struggling. And I think that's okay. That's a new way that people are not comfortable. I would say it so, but it's a new way. That's why we gotta educate our people. Okay, unlearn is important. Now, curiosity. You said curiosity. It's really like a, a mindset to be curious all the time. Because I see people who are have zero curiosity, and then I see people who have a hundred percent curiosity. Sometimes they want to open up everything, explore everything. Mm-hmm. I think maybe a lot of people are more like me and fall in the middle somewhere on the on the average. Mm-hmm. When you, have you ever gone into an organization and seen that there was just a lot of people closer to that zero than that hundred? Well, there are 
I think there's we should have that kind of combination as well in a team. Okay, because like people who are always curious, they always provoke a, a question that think different, and at the same time to promote the atmosphere of learning. There should be someone to you know support me as well. So it's a good combination that you have different types of of people in a team. Mm-hmm. The thing is that what what are What a kind of mindset or environment that support them, yeah. and one thing I see, you know, um, the team that can improve well is the team that are comprised of different types of people. You know, somebody is so curious, somebody is less curious. However, when they work with each other, they try to understand each other more, and the mindset that empower them to do that is to be outward. So, well, what know, do you mean outward? Well, outward mindset means that you know your your perspective are open. To other, outward to other, which is opposite to the inward mindset. Inward mindset is the 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 way we see the world by you know focusing on us on ourselves. So this is me. This is what I know. And something you say may be wrong, and then I tend to judge people easily. Okay. So think about it. Especially if you want to unlearn, you need to be open and outward. And curious, and then you know it comes naturally that you really want to listen. Why, Dana? You think different from me, and that's a new piece of information coming to me, and I learn something new every day. That's agility in daily practice. So, are there organizations that have really kind of embraced this and pushed this this outward mindset to be more agile? Well, it helps a lot in terms of like providing the environment because as organization, yes, we need to invite individual to be more agile in terms of learning. But lots of time, you know, when I want to learn, the roadblock is that they don't want to go out and explore because sometimes people judge them, mm-hmm. people see them from different perspective, so they kind of hold their thoughts. They don't want to share ideas. So when you want to promote learning agility, what kind of environment? Atmosphere, culture that promote learning, the is culture that outward, that, outward yeah. Because yeah. I want to know why you're different. Is there anything else in the world that we haven't known? What do our customer think right now? Are they different from the old days? This is outward mindset, because we care about other as well. Mm. That's the outward sense that make us more agile. Sounds like just a good place to work in general. It is. It is, and and it relate to a lot of work, like you know. Um, I see nowadays we talk a lot about you know interview, understand clients, mm-hmm. right? And it takes a lot of empathy to understand. But what kind of sense, what kind of mindset that people want to understand other, the the mindset of of being outward? Because I want to know what is your pain, Mr. Klein? Can you tell us why what happening in your experiences? And I explore more and I learn more by listening and hold my judgment. Now, outward sounds. Amazing! It really does sound like something that would propel agility, but also just a, a really good working environment. Now, have you ever come across an organization that was incredibly inward, though, and wasn't able to get past that? Okay, in terms of like um, learning agility and inward, it's it's like you know sometimes I my clients call me. And um, the project owner, the sponsor, the, the HR or CEO, the, the 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 told me like, you know what? In my organization, I have all like all highly you know credible and competent teamwork, 
there are lots of you know um, uh, people here who are very competent. You know, they know in their job. However, when they work together, there's no teamwork, and they don't learn anything from each other. How come you are among the top ingenious guys? You know, like ten people, and you learn nothing. And that's why you know I start to notice. Yeah, you are you are credible. You are competent. But the thing is that when we are together with the inward, we tend not. To listen, we tend not to open, and that's where the information cannot flow. Yeah, as an engineer, that sounds a lot like my career as an engineer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when you say that, I feel like you're talking <laughs> about a company full of engineers, because that was right? me ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. So I was hired. I was asked to would step into that case to help them. So we organized on a, a, a retreat, like for three days. The thing is that I know they're very genius because I interviewed them before the retreat, mm. and I see oh my god! And for some of them, like in their office, they have like you know, like they got a lot of certificate, they got a lot of award and prizes. So they're like genius guy. So my my th- my point is that how can I help them? You know, to work with each other and learning from each other. So within like three days that I worked with my client, I didn't teach them anything new. I invite them to know more about each other in an open environment. So we set up, you know, a ground rule of like whatever you share. Okay, don't judge, don't assume, withhold your judgment. Be more outward. So I try to introduce this word, you know, little by little. So when we set up the ground rule for them, you know, to work in this way. You know, for example, like you may ever heard, you know. That there's some a few sentences that we use as a ground rule. Usually, when you have you know genius people working with each other, suppose that you propose me um, a good idea, then I think well I know about this too. I will say yes, but Dana, you know what? This is another gro- better idea, and I say with that environment, you know, people won't share. We don't build on the knowledge that we have because we have yes and we have but. Mm. So like you know some simple thing is just to turn the environment to be more what yes. And, and is there anything else I can add on? Yes, it builds on the idea, but in a friendly way, in, in an outward way. So adding, not replacing. Adding, not replacing. Not yes, but yes, and yes, and and it takes our mindset to really see your idea is good as well, and my idea is good as well. So we are equal, because but it's in a sense it's like you're discredited. Yes, but you know in a sense it's like you know a bit for like the inward. So yes, and, and it could actually be, they could be two equal ideas, but better together. Yes, yes. And we, we, with that, you know, ground rule, with that mindset we set up, they'll be able to talk and build on each other and they learn from each other. Okay. So that's one thing we, we try to help clients you know, to work uh, in terms of like have more learning agility among like, you know, for those who are very competent. So mindset for me, what I learned is that mindset is important. On top of the competency, on top of the skill set, but do you have the right mindset? Otherwise, you work with a mang genius guy and you don't produce anything. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, if they have that yes, but instead of that yes and, they're constantly pushing against each other. Right. Unconsciously, think about it. Yeah. If you and me like keep talking, oh yes, Dana, but you know what? And you say, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, but, but think about it. We discredit. Moving downward, downward, downward. Well, there's no learning. None. Yeah. yeah. Just fighting. Yeah. 
And but if you say, "Well, yes," and 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 then we ha- have lots of idea. I learn from you. Building, you talk more. Yeah. I talk more. That's learning comes up, and learning is anywhere. It doesn't fit to classroom. You know, even us. You know, in daily practice, now we can learn from each other with the right mindset. Well, I think that's a big part of learning as well. Is that, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I, I always think that as I, I get older, I, I I find that I learn more from situations than opening a book. So mm-hmm. it's actually being in front of someone who's way smarter than me, like like being in front of you right now. Uh, I might be asking the questions, but I'm getting a lot of knowledge from you. And every time I talk to you, it's that way. And I find that that's become more of my everyday learning. Well, the other way, uh, it's great that you mentioned about the way you learn, because um, I learned from my client as well that you know, people learn in different way. Like you know, for you. And I, I noticed my, my clients behave as well, that they learn in different way. Some of them, they preferred to learn in a structure. Mm. They still love to read books. They love to, you know, see the manual, mm. you know, from the first till the end. And then I start doing something. Well, some of them, you know, it's more of like I, I, I learn from doing. I mean, like, you know, I can't read, you know, okay, I can't finish the whole process until I start, you know, figure out something. And that's the way they learn. So the best way to learn, that's why nowadays we say the best platform to learn is to have, you know, different style of learning. Mm. It's what we call like blended learning. Okay. Blended means we have different way for people to learn. And yes, it, you still need to be outward. Because mm. otherwise it's easy to judge people again. No, books is better. It's wasting time, you know, to talk with someone else that we don't know. Well, then I say, no, okay. Talking is much better. You've got rich experience. And then we keep debating if we are like inward. Mine is better. Right. So that's like when I watch a video online and I, I'm trying to learn something, but then I'll be like, this person's an idiot. They don't know what they're talking about. That's me being inward yeah. and not being able to say, oh, what's the value here? What are they yeah. getting right? Yeah. Yeah. So in, in HR practice or organizational-wise, well, to promote learning agility is to empower people to have a choice, the best way that they can learn. Like for some organization, they have online, Someone they don't want to participate. They don't mm. want to see lots of people. Maybe, maybe introvert, for example. Mm. But they still can learn, like from online. But some like you, very mm. extrovert, love to talk to people. I want to learn like social learning. Yes, we do have that. So, you know, to promote that, we need to have different types, you know, of choices. And when people feel free, when people don't feel they are forced, they would like to do it. So it's about choice. It's about a choice. Are we open to nowadays? We have so many choices. Right. Yeah. In the old days, like in TV, I need to watch this program. If they have commercial, time, yeah. I need to watch it. But now I switch. Netflix. Netflix. I switch. <laughs> so people love to have choice, and that's how we can engage people until to learning, because they feel free. They feel want to. It's a lot there. Yeah. Now I know we talked about early on. I want to go back to the beginning. We talked about speed of change, yes. but there's also. We've unpacked a lot with regards to mindset, being outward, and learning agility. Are there, what are some of the other benefits that a company sees from, this, from being more agile in their learning and having a more outward mindset? Okay. So not just the, the learning part, but are, are there cultural shifts? Are there mm. the other efficiencies that pop up? Okay. Well, um, it's still, you know, for outward mindset to, to promote that in, in environment on top of the learning as well because, well, a part of that, I mean, it's to engage in learning some way because the new way of learning is like you learn from, from mistakes sometimes because, you know, it's a lot of ambiguity out there. And when you 
make mistake, you know, being outward, it's like try to understand where they came from. So when you try to understand other, you, you tend not to judge them. And the culture I see in the meeting room is that people stop pointing out and how great that will be in terms of like working among each other, that people are out to each other. They try to understand, well, I think Dana tried to do the best that he can do it that way. Let's, let's hear from him. So, you know, we promote the, the atmosphere of, you know, being out because people take more accountability. Mm. They don't pointing out and how great that will be. Because, you know, I used to be in a room where people like point out. Think about it. If I point to you, Dana, it's your fault. I'm going to be defensive right away. Yeah, and you will point back to me, right? Yeah. And then you will re-devastate. With the work, we have no solution. We spend like two hours trying to, you know, solve the conflict and mm. going nowhere. So our work, you know, when all of us are accountable, then no one's one to point out. Everyone mm. is accountable for their own. Sounds like a nice place. Yes, it is. All right, Dr. K, any final words on agility, outward mindset? We've got to wrap things up. Um, there are two things I see, you know, when we try to equip the word uh, learning agility. The first part is individual level. So how we promote them to feel curious. How do we make them think that, you know, um, they need to reskill, they need to learn something, you know, continuously. Mm. That's for sense in terms of like organization. However, when individual want to learn, now the next step is that on the larger picture, how we can provide the right environment for them to learn. So it's about freedom. It's about, you know, le less judgment. It's about allowing them to make mistakes somewhere and somehow. Mm. So I see it as a two tiers, individual level and organizational level. That's all be comprehensive that we can make it happen in an organization. Awesome. Dr. K, again, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I always love having a conversation with you. It's always highlight of my day. So I'm looking forward to doing this again, hopefully very soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Lead by Design podcast brought to you by SEAC's Contextualized Solutions. To find out more and to get exclusive supplemental content for this episode, check us out at seasiacenter.com slash cs.